Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Millennials Give Advice, episode two. Say hello, Conrad. Bark. (laughs) Bark. I feel like a dog. Okay, I feel bad about that. Let's start over. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like it. We'll keep going. Hi, guys. What's up? I hope you enjoyed the first episode, which has like 10 views and all of them are me (laughs) (laughs) no like four of them are me yeah but you know what i realized every time i press play it adds it as a new play so like refresh the page twice and got like two new listens we should just keep pressing play and people be like wow this is a really good podcast like 50 people have listened to it already Okay, guys, so our topic for today, um, surprise, surprise, is kind of open-ended at this point, but maybe... (laughs) We're exceptional planners, and we made a list of everything we wanted to talk about, and then researched it, and then we geotagged it and pinpointed our location and entered it into a contest and won that contest. And mm-hmm. then had a user user poll and then sent that data to Oxford. And then Oxford has uh, been <laughs> analyzing it for the past uh, three weeks. And we just got we just got word. Whoop, whoop. The data is in. Yep. 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 That's exactly what happened. But after we got the data. I spilled water on it. Yep. Yep. No. And then we were just like. Open-ended is the way to go. Everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Ugh. I was, Ugh. I'm such a klutz. Yep. Uh, I hate that word, by the way. Klutz. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's like... Mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a mean word. But it's also like, it's like combining the words stupid and idiot. No, it's Such a klutz. It's like the word is poorly formatted, so it reflects the state of the person that it's being targeted to. All right, so we're going to move past this discussion (laughs) for the purpose of time. Um, We'll talk about this later. Um... Okay, I think, well, let's talk about, we kind of, we did plan a little. Why don't we talk about some of the things we try to do on a day-to-day basis and then some of the special things we do to maintain this long-distance relationship. Yeah, the shoulders-up. Shoulders-up relationship. Lifestyle. Yeah. Although every once in a while, he'll like get up to go do something and I see his legs. Yeah. And Ooh. she's like, whoa. Look at those. Whoa, I forgot. <laughs> Look at those. Hairy legs. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do have exceptionally hairy legs. Anyways, um, so like one thing, well, we try to communicate um, in some way, at least every day, whether it's just sending like a quick text of like, how was your day? This is what I did. Or just calling each other quickly, 
or calling each other for a long period of time and maybe FaceTiming and all that stuff. Yeah. Speaking of calling, I just got my mm-hmm. AT&T bill uh, oh the God. other day. Why and... are you trying to ruin this, no, no, no. this podcast? L- listen, <laughs> you're not giving me a chance to explain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So I was looking... It shows you all the data, right? So it shows you how much data you use. It shows you how many texts you've sent. And it showed me how many minutes. And in one month, guess how many minutes I accumulated. Okay, I'm going to guess. But also, you do call your mom and your brother and your sister. But that's all FaceTime because they're out of the country. All right, shit. Okay. Um,. I'm going to guess 300 minutes. Higher? Yeah. 400. Five, 500 minutes. Double that and you're close. I'm going to guess a really specific number. 1,112 minutes. Oh, my God. you That's so close. What was you, it? 1,113 minutes. <gasps> Wow. Oh, I, I should go for the lottery tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. Maybe I'll win. You're totally wrong. Oh. But I wanted oh. to see your face. <laughs> <laughs> it was 1,040 minutes. Well, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. You, you guessed 100 first or 200? 300. 300? Yeah, 1,040. Yeah, it's triple that. All right. Um, so yeah, we try to call or text in some way every day. Yeah. Um, which, well, which that kind of leads us to what I was talking about before with, um, how this relationship is almost, uh, purely electronic at this point in time. Yeah. We really have gotten used to, um, communicating via Mm -hmm. like phone text and video calls which is i mean quite appropriate for this podcast considering technology is the millennial focus how you differentiate millennials from other people i i would say like the whole selfie generation and shit and um you know so it's a very millennial relationship it's all technical technology Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I think it, well, we've talked about how like our parents were both in long distance relationships as well when they were in their 20s and um, how your parents couldn't even call each other because they were in different countries and back then, right? Isn't that true? You know what? I'm not quite sure in the details, but I'm pretty sure that they could call each other. I just don't think they did it that often. You told me that they couldn't call each other. Oh, they just didn't do it often, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had, you know, landlines and, I mean, they had, like, pagers back then, you know. Mm. Oh, it's like the 90s, early 90s. No, early 80s. 80s? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) yeah and my parents were at different colleges so in their dormitories they just had pay phones so they would just have to call the floor their each other's floors pay phones and hope that someone would answer the phone and hope that the other one would be home so that's how they had to communicate yeah or they could have just the day before said like hey i'm gonna call you at nine 
Yeah, but like my dad, no. <laughs> my dad does no sense of responsibility <laughs> with that stuff. I mean, at that age, no way. Yeah. No, it definitely was more difficult before. And I mean, we've explored the fact that there are positives and negatives. Totally. Uh, due to the fact that we are able to um, like really easily communicate with each other. Yeah, in a lot of different ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just like textings, even though both of us aren't really huge fans of texting, mm-hmm. it's one of the things where, like, if you call somebody, you have to take time out of your day to really be devoted to that phone call. But if you're texting somebody, you can do it on the way to class and whatever, so that's pretty nice. Um, but also it's kind of... Um, has its negative factors because you feel like there's such accessibility that you just feel, I think you feel so close sometimes. Um, like so close to, it feels like, oh my, I feel like you're here for a minute, but then you kind of realize that you're not. And then you're looking, mm-hmm. talking to a screen and it's like a weird, like you can almost be there with the person, but you can't. It's like, it's like a very weird wall to me that it feels like so close to being there with the person because you, can communicate with them so often and like see their face and all of those things yeah it's it's we i i I agree and and one of the problems that i had with it but you know i've gotten used to it Uh was like facetiming which for me just it boxes you in to communicating in uh within certain parameters because you're sitting in front of your computer or you're sitting with your hand or your phone in your hand um, and you're like connected with headphones, it it's like, okay, yeah, I, now I'm going to talk to uh, you. I'm going to talk to my girlfriend and I can see her and it's great, but you're kind of tricking yourself and like, oh, this is like really real. Like, I mean, it's real, but mm-hmm. you trick yourself <laughs> into believing that the relationship is you're able to uh like maintain yeah well like maintain the way the relationship was in a way mm-hmm. and then you quickly realize that oh my god like um it's you I, we i hit certain bumps where i was like oh it's hard to communicate like this mm-hmm. i feel unnatural but i didn't really know what it was until i kind of realized that it's these parameters where I can't walk and w- stand up and walk over there without um, the conversation ending because you can't see me or you can't hear me anymore. Um, and I always mm-hmm. have to walk around and make sure that you or that the computer in that sense can see what I'm doing or um, the audio is coming through. Um, mm-hmm. or increase the volume or whatever, whatever it is. So there's all these kind of restrictions, but they mm-hmm. are, um, at first, I you can't really notice them because like, Yeah, but then know. when you do, it's kind of jarring. It's kind of, I mean, I think, like, if you think about our parents, like it was a much simpler time. It was yeah. much like... When you were talking to that person, you were talking to that person. When you weren't, you weren't. And like now it's kind of right. like, oh, I could send him a Snapchat. I could send him a text real quick. Um, I could talk to him while I do stuff. And it's just a bit different. Like you had to be at the payphone. You couldn't go anywhere 
and then you guys wouldn't be there for too long talking because mm-hmm. you know it's a pay phone and other people had to go get it or whatever it was landline same thing other people in the house but like now I don't know there's just so many ways to talk to somebody that it's like they're always kind of with you with your day which is so beautiful in a lot of ways but in other ways it's kind of like a weird liminal space of never like I'm I feel like you're with me in a way but also so never far. right but yeah. also never with me yeah so it's it's so you're in between using definitely yeah. liminal and it can play with your heart sometimes because you're it's just frustrating mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. that's that's one of the big things we were talking about like mm-hmm. when you like before you were either talking to somebody or you weren't so like you were abroad and you were apart or you were together and we with all tech all this technology we really have the ability to kind of have one foot in each place at the same time but like the advice i gave for like my life advice in last podcast um about how being present is the most important thing and to not think ahead or try to be in a different place when you're in like just be in the moment sort of deal that's something that like this relationship in this way kind of prevents you from being able to do because when i like a lot of the time I'm thinking about him when he's not here in my daily life, but also like when I'm talking to him, I'm like right now as we look at each other, I'm trying to be with you, but I'm not like I'm, I'm in my apartment here. So I'm not really being in this present moment. It's like a weird question of like, is, you know, obviously this isn't ideal and we wouldn't do this if it wasn't completely and 100% worth it. And it is completely 100% worth it. But it's the same thing, like that feeling you get when you've been scrolling down Instagram t- for too long and you look mm-hmm. up from your phone and you're like, oh, shit, I'm in my bed and I've got to go up and brush my teeth and eat breakfast. But you've been like kind of zoned out and tuned in to mm-hmm. the Facebook feed or your Instagram feed or whatever you're editing a video or or photo you know it's kind of that Mm -hmm. type of feeling when you're talking to somebody Mm -hmm. but you have to be able to it's going to take some getting used to definitely Mm -hmm. and once you get used to it you can really start to use it as an advantage because it is an advantage. That, yeah, it's like totally that same feeling. And it's like, it, that goes in the entire discussion of like, is social media healthy? The way that we use technology today, that it, it really, like the way that we get our news and the way that we um, communicate with people in our lives is so through like sending someone a Facebook message and checking your Twitter feed and things like that, that um, we really are detached from the world in so many ways. And that's what makes being a long distance relationship and having technology as such a huge character in this relationship, like such a huge part of all of this um, can feel kind of scary. Sometimes it can feel like, like sort of like buying into that world of letting technology be such a huge part of your life. But like, it really feels necessary for us. And I think that if, and then like, I think about that side and how that's kind of negative. And then I think of the side that like, if I couldn't FaceTime you, I it would be torture. Like, it would be awful to not be able to see your face for six months or, 
you know, that would be if only in pictures or in videos that yeah. you would like send in a letter or something, not videos, I guess, but pictures yeah. you'd send in a letter or something. I would feel so detached from you. And then even, even now, like when we see each other in person after a few months or whatever of, of just FaceTiming and things like that, it, it it's weird then. Like I know what you look like. Like I know if you shaved or not shaved or what I'm going to see if you've gotten like fat or skinny or something like I know what you're going to look like when I come to meet you in person but it's still like so weird to see you in person after so long so yeah it's it's that one foot in each place kind of thing because mm -hmm. although you're talking to that person and you're watching them and you can see them through your Skype or your FaceTime or whatever you're doing when they're actually there with you and they're not an Instagram picture, like they're not, cause it's that feeling like when you get out of your phone, mm -hmm. like I have that same feeling after we get off of a phone call. Yeah, totally. Like I'm like, Whoa, okay. I, I'm out of that. So when you see that person, like those two things, like go, you take that step and those two things like collide and you're like what the fuck it's like watching the fucking girl from um the ring like crawl out of the tv screen <laughs> like, okay thanks wow <laughs> yeah i know that's the only me. thing i could think of as a as a but it's like you're like wait what i can i forgot I, or it's I even like if you ever felt. like have seen somebody on a tv show or something like watch tv and then you right. see them in a city or something in person it's that same sort of like kind of like starstruck like whoa you're real like <laughs> like whoa yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely exactly so, so definitely that takes some kind of getting, getting used, used to. to i think that that when we see each other next we will um in person that will be less of a factor i feel because we've done it twice. Yeah. I don't think so. Because I expected last time to be less weird. And it wasn't. Yeah, it's true. I expected last time to be weird. No, I expected last time to not be weird. And it ended up being weirder than the first time. Yeah, well, that was also because I was in I was in L.A. with you. Which, like, Boston, we've both always just been in Boston. Right. Right. Yeah, for you yeah. to be in LA. I mean, I think our I think the listeners, whoever is listening to this, have have probably experienced that though, when they see somebody, like somewhere that, you know, they haven't been with that person before, and they're like, "Holy shit, you're in my room," or yeah. you know, yeah, totally, that's true. So, yeah. yeah, you can relate to that for sure. Anybody, yeah. But like, I don't get that with my mom. Like, I'll FaceTime. I haven't seen my mom well, in person. because she's your mom. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> she's, She literally birthed you right, in her like, stomach for nine months. Right, like, I'll FaceTime my mom from time to time. And then when I see her in person after a few months, I'm not like, whoa. Okay, well, let's check back after 20 years of knowing each other, and we'll see if that's still okay, that's the fair. case. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fair point. It's all strange. It's all like, it all kind of feels like a parallel universe. And it's also strange when like, if like someone else comes into the room, like if my, my roommate comes ever comes into mm -hmm. the room mm -hmm. while I'm talking to you and she's like, hi, Conrad. And we're talking. I'm like, this is just so strange. Cause like, I feel like when I talk to you, like after I get home from rehearsal or something, it's like, 
now I'm entering like my virtual world with like my boyfriend. It's like, yeah, is he even that's real? That's so sad. I know. And then when she enters it, it's like breaking this weird, like, his boundary I've put up for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. But I also kind of love it in a way. I also kind of love, like, coming home and, like, being like, oh, I get to talk to him now. Like. Yeah. So how, I have a question. How did you kind of deal with that because we've been talking a little bit about how like this technology having one foot there one foot here having that kind of concentration it's like seeing a celebrity or whatever in real life mm-hmm. and you have that kind of uh kind of gap that you have to narrow in your brain between the two worlds so how 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 have you kind of done that or what have you noticed after having to kind of do that a few times like Um, what helps what doesn't help i think well i remember when we were first in our first um a quote-unquote run of being in long distance over the summer Mm -hmm. um you would say to me sometimes that you'd be like um i just need to not facetime for a few days because like it kind of can feel sad in a way just keeping on seeing your face and i think like we have and, like, something I've learned before was, like, I would always try to, like, like figure out when was, like, the best time to do something or, like, I don't know. And that kind of felt so unorganic and being, like, when should I call? This is when we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Instead mm-hmm. of, like, whenever I feel connected to you or the need to text you or to call you, I do. And if you can't answer, not getting annoyed and not getting, like, not taking it personally because, like, that's something mm-hmm. that can happen, I think, sometimes. It's, like... It can be like, well, why isn't he answering? I know he's home. Or I don't know, something silly. I, I'm not, I'm not like, yeah. pulling from any, like, examples, like, that I can think of. But just, like, something silly. Yeah. Um, so I think just, like, being really f- forgiving. And then just, like, whenever you feel the need, just, like, reaching out. And it can feel really satisfying. But also, like, the whole technology thing. Like, we don't FaceTime every night. Sometimes we, sometimes we don't call. And I think that's healthy yeah, and, like, but- taking your space. Yeah, it is though. I'm gonna like jump in and yeah, interject. Please. It is unusual though that we that we don't call each other like in a week in seven in the lapse of seven days. Mm-hmm. I would say we talk over the phone, mostly uh, audio, uh, mm-hmm. but sometimes uh, video as well. It's like maybe once or twice in a week okay. that once we don't. Twice. In a week, yeah. In a week that we don't, like, call uh, each other at all. We might, like, send right. a text at night and saying, hey, good night, um, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you tomorrow, or, like, right. something really short. But that's, right. that's like, only but, like, once I, or twice. What I'm saying, I agree with you, and I, but what I'm saying is, like, I know a lot of long-distance couples who, like, make it a point that every night they FaceTime. Like, they both know that, like, at this time, every night, they're going to FaceTime. Right. And that to me feels so inorganic and just feels like it could become a chore or like, I don't know, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, and, and then like that could cause fights, I feel like, if someone would be like, I can't tonight. And then it's like, but you're we're supposed to tradition. do it every night. Yeah. And now like, are you pulling away from me? And like, just bullshit. Yeah. So I think that the difference between that version and our version is that like, if I feel like every time I call you or you call me, it's because I want to talk to you. You know, it never feels like this is like and if it's a bad time, you'll be like, hey, it's a bad time. And I'm like, totally understand. And then, you know, we kind of um, don't take it personally. So that's something yeah. that's helped a lot. 
I mean, it can, it can get to me. Like I, there are times that like I'll express my frustrations to you that I'm, that I'll just go like, Oh, I just wish you were here or whatever. But I think just like not thinking about it too much. <laughs> what are you looking at? Sorry. I was, I was out in the sun today and I was just checking to see if I got a sunburn <laughs> down your pants. No, no, I was lifting up my shirt. Oh. In my stomach. <laughs> it looked like, never mind. Um, <laughs> but what was I just saying? You were talking, you were talking. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I didn't mean to do that. No, 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 it's um, fine. No, just like having that, like a lot of couples have, like every night we were doing, yeah. we we're going to talk and um, being more fluid about it. But that has to do, I think, with a lot about with like communication and Yeah, and like and who trust. we are as a couple. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do trust each other a lot too and that's so important. I think... I think, like, the more trust you have in your partner, um, like, the more that this kind of thing can feel um, easy. Like, I think the, the mm-hmm. easier this will feel, the more you trust in somebody. And I think that's yeah. a big part of it, too. Like, not letting yourself get sucked into thinking about it too hard. Because I yeah. can definitely do that, especially with, like, the technology thing. I've written, like, so many things down before, just being, like, this is like I, I'm in a virtual relationship. Like this feels so in the beginning of things. Like this is so frustrating. Uh-huh. Um, this isn't the yeah. type of like thing I ever imagined. Like I don't think anybody imagines, like thinks like I would like yeah. to be in a long distance relationship. No one ever plans oh that. No, I've always been before I was in a long distance relationship. I was always like against yeah. it. <laughs> long me distance too. relationships? Are you kidding me? Those me too. never work out. <laughs> right. And every time I would hear people would be like, yeah, I broke up with my boyfriend. You know, that's so common when you first mm-hmm. get to college. Mm-hmm. You'll hear a bunch of people like, yeah, I have a boyfriend at home. Within like the first semester after the or before the second semester starts, yeah. you could bet that that relationship is over. And I would always tell them, I'd be like, as a kind of weird way of, of um, like, like I told making you so. them feel better no like <laughs> making them feel better like yeah but you know long distance relationships never work out yeah my my ra freshman year like thanksgiving was coming up and he went time for the turkey drop and i was like what does that mean and he was like that's when everybody goes home to their boyfriend or girlfriend that are long distance and says hey i think we should end it yeah yeah so yeah, so I, I never thought... I Also, like, I'm a very physical person. I, I Like, physical touch is important to me. Same. And, yeah, we Preach. both are. Yeah, so, like, this so this is just... I would I was always like, how why would you do that to yourself? That's so unideal. Like, how can you feel love? And then, so obviously we didn't plan this. And um, I think yeah. that's why it's important to know that there's, like, a future time in sight that you guys will be together. So that it doesn't feel disjoint, like... It, in a way, like, so distanced that there's, like, so that there's hope. Like, hope is so important. But, like, yeah. I never thought I would be in a long-distance relationship, and now that I am, it's, I just think that I thought about it way too hard in the beginning and, like, thought about all that stuff of, like, nobody ever survives this, blah, 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 which is kind of silly because yeah. all the people I know were young. I was so young. Like, I was, it was, like, two years ago that I would know people that were in long-distance relationships and it wouldn't work out. And, like, there are high school kids and college kids, like, okay, yeah you know yeah and i'm definitely different in that way where i tend to be like uh it's cool it's fine i make it a little bit low stakes Mm -hmm. um and 
I become less invested, I think, in the beginning, at least. It's a way of, like, you know, lower the stakes and, 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 you know, and things will figure themselves out. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something. But I was going to say um, <laughs> that... So we... Something I think was really important was we did take it we did let it take its time oh for sure in the beginning like we had that summer and um we really let it sit and kind of figure itself out Mm -hmm. uh we were like we're not gonna we know we like each other but it hasn't i don't know you yet Mm -hmm. um in that way and instead of rushing into anything or rushing out of anything, Mm -hmm. we just kind of said, let's not put it on pause, but let it play in the, in the kind of time that it will play out in now that we are, you know, three months or so, um, without, seeing each other and uh so we're like yeah you know i don't i didn't know we weren't together but we were like really slowly talking and trying to figure it out and being like we were like i'm gonna get my my idea was like i'm gonna see if i can continue to get to know this person Mm -hmm. but even though i'm not with them and remain that contact uh right maintain that contact i mean i mean it was kind of a testament like I don't, we didn't make it this, but looking back now, it was the sort of deal where it was kind of like, if we can make it through three months of being apart and still really want to be with each other, um, with having like no foundation really, mm-hmm. that's pretty. It's um, a pretty clear sign that we're a strong pair. I I feel like. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it was. I think a huge part of everything. Yeah, I think a huge part of everything we've done. And just making sure it was always organic, never forced. Like, we, I never, neither of us were ever like, well, we have to call it off or we have to be together. It was always kind of like, yeah. we'll just see what feels right. And Which is a little, like, odd and weird and being like, oh, what's going on? Because I know that I kind of, oh, or yeah, most people, too. I think, yeah. want to know, you know, like, what the is it? The unknown sucks. But it that that moment is really... It's important. I felt that it was important because um, mm-hmm. it really helped to kind of, you know, you got to make sure that you put in the time and effort on the foundation totally. or else the house you build on top will crumble mm-hmm. when the next earthquake comes. Right. Along. Right. Yeah. So uh, all of that organicness, I think, is a huge thing, like just making sure you do what feels right, not what you think you should be doing or trying to rush to any sort of conclusion was a huge thing for like making this sort of relationship work with this technology and this long distance. I think not thinking too much about the fact that this is how it is, like not dwelling on the fact that like, oh, I can't see him. Oh, I miss him. Um, Because yes, those things are completely true. But the Mm -hmm. more you dwell on the fact that like we're seeing each other through a screen, this is frustrating. It only, it it serves no cause. It only harms. Um, Mm -hmm. That doesn't help at all. And I think, like, I think just, like, communicating about your frustrations, too, when you do have yeah. them, was something I was very vocal about Yeah, you definitely beginning. did that a lot. But it was also, <laughs> like, 
I ultimately, I really appreciate that because I was like, one thing that I remember saying to you was like, you know, if it's going to end, it's going to end and that's, and it's going to happen naturally because mm -hmm. we, you know, you communicate what mm -hmm. you feel like. And, and, and so we've, we've had a lot of like conversations. I remember where, um, you'd be like, gosh, this is so, uh, you know, the, like three months, four months ago, or, or no, three, like three months ago, like in, in the end of January mm -hmm. or beginning yeah. of January, like that, around that time, we had a lot of conversations where it was like, this is hard and it's not fun mm -hmm. to live like this. Uh, and I'd be like, yeah, I mean, you will know, you mm -hmm. just have to trust your gut and your instinct that you're honest and and eventually you'll come around and you'll be like yeah you know what i know that this isn't good right now right and if that's the case then that's the case i mean you can't change right but that never like my frustrations or sadness or whatever was going on with me was never more than my love for him or for or my desire to to keep this going you know so it was always really clear to me that i didn't want anything to change i didn't want to stop anything or step away yeah. from anything but you um, felt like you needed to talk about it yeah completely. put it out into the space right and then i think the shift happened where like i made sure that i was focused on the fact that i was so happy to have him in my life rather than sad that he wasn't physically in my life like wasn't physically here that i was just happy to have someone to be able to come home and talk to you at least every day yeah yeah. And, I, and you know get love from and feel love from even if it was from far away and then that yeah. really opened up a lot of things and then like it made me realize like how much in my life like I started spending a lot more time with my friends and doing fun things that I like and making sure like I was making my my life here really um full of love like self-love things that I love and then getting love from him, like, you know, so it was more about like the positives, focusing on the positives. Yes, that is the thing that I'm talking about, focusing on the positive and yeah. um, trying, you know, and, and also, oh, this is huge. And then I'll shut up. This one's so big, I think, um, is just like when you're sad, if you ever feel like because it's kind of obviously you're gonna be like missing someone more one day something might happen that reminds you of them you're gonna have a moment of being like oh my heart hurts a little bit or whatever um so I think like letting yourself feel sad instead of like trying to trying so hard not to is important mm -hmm. in those moments and then you can mm -hmm. like focus on the positives any any moment after but I mm -hmm. think it's important to like let yourself feel what you feel in this very extreme circumstance yeah. of love <laughs> yeah yeah no i agree that's you know you gotta it's a long stop spiel. and smell the roses but also stop and listen to yourself mm -hmm. and your own thoughts definitely yeah so thanks for listening to this podcast um thank you yes and um we'll catch you guys next time and this next time maybe we'll talk a little bit more about things that aren't just applying to long distance relationships. Maybe we won't even talk about relationships at all. Who knows? Um, so tune in next week and hang out with us again with our shitty audio and semi-okay editing. 
Yeah. This is the life. This is the life. We're college students and I have no money to get good equipment. All right. Thanks, guys. What do we, we need? Like, we need like um, a catchphrase. This is the life. This is the life. Millennials give advice. It kind of rhymes. Kind of does. All right. I'm into it. Okay. Is it is it stupid if one of us says one of those and the other one says the other? Yeah. <laughs> but let's try it. <laughs> Just in case. Okay. <clears throat> I'll say the first part and okay. then you'll say the second part. Okay. This is the life. Why do you say it like that? You have to do it. You have to this do it in the rhythm the or else it's or else you have to you have know, to commit if you're going to try it. But okay. All right. This is the life. Millennials give advice. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.